0: Welcome to Catch These Vibes Podcast. My name is Charmonique, and you're listening to episode 75. I wanted to talk about something that I thought was really funny. And if you listen to this particular episode that I'm going to talk about, then maybe you thought it was funny too. I'm hoping. I don't know. (laughs) But so... Every now and then I listen back to some of my episodes just to, you know, take notes or whatever and say see where where I fucked up at, if I fucked up at all, or just to see um which episodes, you know, are the really good ones, which ones I could learn from, you know, et cetera, et cetera, whatever. So one episode I listened to it was a really good episode. Like I feel like the epi- the topics are really good, and it was just a a dope episode. So I'm listening to it, and it's about to end, or it's supposed to at least. So I say my outro, whatever. Love, peace, and hair grease. Smooches, whatever. And then tell me why after that, part, comes another part, of me talking. As if the sh- the episode is just continuing on, like what <laughs> how embarrassing so so anybody who's heard that, I apologize for that. I don't really know how that happened though. that must have been some type of glitch because I'm pretty good at listening to my episodes when I'm at least when I'm like when I'm editing them. I listened to them each segment in the order that I placed them so I don't know how that happened but I'm really glad that I caught that and I was able to get that fixed like right away um I do enjoy listening back to my episodes though um I just don't sometimes I'll be like sometimes I know like Ooh, that was a dope episode. That was a cool episode. And then I also be knowing, like, ooh, that episode was was a struggle. Like, for example, like, last week's episode, I was so tired. Like, I had a really, really busy weekend, and I was just tired. And I it was like I knew what I wanted to talk about for the episode, but I didn't. So I came up with this... Um, Topic last minute, which was the mid year, um, the mid mid year roundup or whatever, came up with that real real quickly, and then came up with some shit. That's why it wasn't really like all the way thought out. It was just something that I came up on the fly, came up with on the fly, because it was just really really very much a struggle last week. Okay. So and there's sometimes it's gonna that's gonna happen, man. That's gonna happen. We it, in all transparency last week was a struggle. So yeah, but you know what I'm saying, it is what it is. Um I did want to add to my anticipated no, actually, yeah, so I have some mid year additions that I wanted to um, bring up because like I said, last week it wasn't all the way thought out. So there was a lot that I missed and I figured I could just add to the list. Um, So another show that I, I feel like I mentioned this before, but another show that I really enjoy is a show that stars Jason Sudeikis. It's called Ted Lasso. I really really enjoy his character um and the story and honestly when I cuz I've been seeing uh, I've I feel like I definitely have talked about this but oh well I'll talk about it again. Um I I've, I've been seeing you know the show the show um get recognition it's won some you know won awards and everything so I um yeah, he so he won a Golden Globe for it, Critics Choice Award. So yeah, it's a really really good show. It's it's and I honestly didn't think that I would be interested in it because it's like a, it's about a soccer team, you know. It's about a man that goes to coach a soccer team, um, and he you know helps the soccer team. You know, he changes lives. He impacts people. Inspires people. And and and. Helps the team start winning and stuff like that. It's a cute show, good characters, good storyline. So I really enjoy that show, and I wanted to uh, mention it. Um. So, and then I also wanted to add to the anticipated anticipated shows and movies. So, Space Jam for sure is another anticipated movie. I feel like that's such a classic movie the the original one, the first one. Such a classic, so it's cool for them to have, you know, created a new one for the, you know, the new generation to um, enjoy. So that comes out in July. Um, so that's definitely something I anticipated for this year. Um, and I gotta look up this the other movie. Hold on. Cause I cannot think of the name of it for some reason. Come on, come on, come on. Why it ain't showing it? Come on. See now? IMDB. Failing me, man. oh there we go there it is okay so I'm definitely anticipating the harder they fall this this cast is you know just melanin and beautiful and amazing actors and actresses you know all up in this cast so I'm definitely looking forward to it for that and because it's a different type of movie and I like seeing us do different types of movies um so it's about when an outlaw discovers his enemy is being released from prison. He reunites his gang to seek revenge in this western. So black people doing western movies, you know, that's definitely something that we, our people, we we like cowboys and westerns and stuff like that. So it's good that we um, these type of movies are being made now it seems like more often, because Idris Elba, he was just in another cowboy movie on Netflix, Concrete Cowboys. Um, So this one, it has a lot of people, like I said, um, Zazie Beetz, Idris Elba, Regina King, Lakeith Stanfield, Jonathan Majors, mm, mm, mm. Delroy Lindo. um, So those are some of the, the big names. Um, Woody McLean, okay, he in there too. All right, okay. Shout out to Tracy Obona. Andrea Langston, these are some people who, I, they, I think they just got like small roles, but shout out to them too. Uh, Dan Danielle Deadweiler. Shout out to Julio Cesar Cedillo. Um RJ Seiler, Edie Gath, Gathogy, Gathogy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, nice lineup there for in that cast. The harder they fall. I'm anticipating seeing that. Um the next one that I have on the list for anticipated is this changes everything. Uh, so this is an investigative look and analysis of gender disparity in Hollywood, featuring accounts from well-known actors, executives, and artists in the industry. Um, so this is a like a documentary on Netflix that I just seen in their coming soon tab. This this will be out soon. Um, I believe it said July. There's a lot of a lot of stuff coming out in July. Um, if you have, if you have Netflix, you know, they, they have that new feature on there where you can go to the coming soon. So you can see all the movies that's coming out soon, but yeah. So this one looks very, very interesting. And so I would love to, um, see what they talking about on here. The next one I have, this is the last one y'all cause I ain't going to do too many. And if I think of something at a later date while it's still mid year, then I'll bring it up. Um, and then so uh, Taraji P. Hansen, I've seen this trailer a while ago. But I guess it's gonna be coming to was it Prime? What's his net? Oh, Netflix. So it's gonna be coming to Netflix soon. Uh, the best-of-enemies civil rights activist and Atwater faces off against C.P. Ellis, an exhausted Cyclops of the Ku Klux Klan in 1971 Durham, North Carolina, over the issue of school integration. Um, so this looks like a really, really good movie. Like I said, it has Roger P. Henson in it and um, this uh, white actor named Sam Rockwell, um, this dude, Sam Rockwell, he always I always think about his character in Green Mile. He was that really sick white man who who murdered the the, kid, the two girls. Um, so every time I see him, I think of that. But he is he is a really good actor as well. Um, so I'm looking forward to watching that, and that seems like a really interesting story. Um, to watch. So. Those are my mid-year roundup additions that I just wanted to add, you know, because I left out a couple. All right, y'all. So I always bring up different things that be going on in our culture, in our world. So I'm just going to give the segment a title and I'm going to call it, Did You Catch This? So basically, for example, the Bow Wow versus Soldier Boy versus. That's something that happened this weekend. So we're going to talk about it. And if you didn't catch it, then y'all gonna catch it on this podcast, okay? All right. So Bow Wow versus Soldier Boy. So this was very anticipated. Um because Bow Wow is such a legend, Soulja Boy is such a legend. They both have paved the way um, for hip hop as far as just being really innovative and um, being legendary, you know, doing things at really, 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 really young ages. Um, they both have just really um, made a way for themselves. You know, people are going to always talk about Bow Wow and Soulja Boy. Um, so, I, Bow Wow obviously has the most hits. He obviously has the most commercial success. Um, he was in movies and things like that. Um, but Soulja Boy, he is also very legendary in his own right. He's, you know, he's, first of all, he's hilarious. I'm sorry, but he's hilarious to me. Um, He's just real, like, oh, my gosh. Like, dude just be acting a fool and just his whole, everything he does is just funny. It's just a whole meme. And it's just, like, the way that we collectively just find Soulja Boy funny and we still just be, like, supporting him. We call him out when he be doing foolish stuff when he be acting a fool and, you know, be acting crazy or whatever. But we all collectively, like, still support Soldier Boy. And, you know, he makes us laugh. So that's the good thing about Soldier Boy. And um, so I really enjoyed the verses because it was just funny. And it brought back, brought back a lot of memories. Um, Bow Wow, he performed, you know, his his hits. I, I kind of was wishing that he performed uh, his jacket edge, um, the song with him and jacket edge called my baby or baby, but I figured since that wasn't like I don't know, I thought that was a that was a big song in my household, so I don't know, but that song right there, that's the one. Um, but he did play out of my system, so that. That's another hit right there. I really love that song with him and T-Pain. So, overall, it was very entertaining. Um, I was happy to see them both come together and make that happen. And um, you can tell that they do have a a true, like, actual friendship. Um, And they're going to be going on tour. So, they're doing the Millennium Tour. uh, It has Amorian, Ashanti's on there. Um, I think Pretty Ricky... Um Sammy, Romeo, Mario, all them. So that should be a really good time. Um, I wouldn't mind going to that actually. I enjoy a lot of those artists' music very much so. So I wouldn't mind going to that concert. But moving along. Um, so Fast Nine just came out. Um, this is the newest addition to the Fast and Furious franchise um, I have not watched the last couple movies. I did not watch the Hobbs and Shaw. Um, not for any particular reason, not cause I'm not interested. I've seen a little bit of the Hobbs and Shaw. I just, I don't know. I guess maybe I'm not interested if I haven't actually took the time to watch it, but I'm sure they're really great action packed, but I wanted to bring up, uh, Fast 9 because, I was saying, um, I haven't heard anybody mention it at all. Like, no one's talked about it. I haven't seen any tweets. I don't think I even seen that it trended um, on the day that it was released or around that time. But um, I looked into it, and it looks like it debuted um, at 70 million, which is really great, according to IMDb. So, I just wanted to shout them out, you know, because that's that's a really huge, you know, thing that they still um make your record. So, I just wanted to go over this little little thing that I came across. So, it says box office F- F9 Zooms to mighty 70 million debut shattering pandemic records. The only thing stronger than family, the box office debut of F9, the latest entry in Universal's Fast and Furious saga. After many delays over the course of a year and a half, F9 opened to a mighty 70 million from 4,179 North American venues. That's by far the biggest start for a movie at the U.S. box office. Not just since the onset of COVID nineteen, but since twenty nineteen, Star Wars: The Rise of the Star of the Skywalker. So, um, I really found that interesting because I'm like, wow, that the biggest debut since twenty nineteen, Star Wars: The Rise of the Skywalker. I was just very surprised by that. So, but shout out to them. Shout out to that movie. Uh, maybe I'll give it. a... Uh, maybe I'll check it out. I don't know. Maybe maybe I won't. But definitely, if y'all interested in those type of movies, check it out. You know, support. So the next thing that I want to see if y'all caught, did you catch this? Was the BET Awards. So as I always say, I don't really be tuning in. I don't watch them live. Um, I just be online, you know, seeing what they be talking about. Watch, seeing the pictures that these blogs be posting. So, let's go ahead and take a look at the winners. So, to no surprise, Megan Thee Stallion won everything as usual as she's been doing. As we, as we noticed, as I always mentioned when I do notice it. So her and Cardi B won video of the year for WAP. She won um, female rap artists or female hip hop artists. They won for collaboration with WAP. Um, So Megan Thee Stallion. Oh, and she also won Viewer's Choice with Beyonce, um, Savage Remix. So she definitely won a lot that night or last night, whatever. Whatever night it was, she took home a lot of awards. Her, her, Miss Gabby Wilson, her H.E.R. She won as usual. Um, She she is undeniably talented. Like she is a musician. She sings. She plays instruments. I'm pretty sure she probably she probably produces and does the whole everything. And I'm pretty sure she could probably really act too. I think. Did I just see her in something? What was it that I just watched that she was in? She was in. Was it that? I think it was that movie. Yesterday or something like that. When. There's a movie on Netflix called Yes Day when the parents have to say everything for it or say yes to everything for a day. And I feel like that she was in there. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure she gonna continue to do more acting. She's She don't want an Oscar. She don't want this. She don't want everything. Um, so I thought it was really funny because I seen this. Somebody had posted her finna win a WWE title next because child. She don't want every goddamn thing. But, hey, I'm just like, okay, can somebody else win? Like, man, can y'all give Janae Eichel something? Jeez. But congrats to her. I'm I'm very happy that um, Jasmine Sullivan was recognized for Album of the Year. Now, that's, that, that was really, really, um, that actually really surprised me, to be honest. Like, I was surprised by that. But I'm happy that they did that because that was a really good project. Even though it wasn't her album, it was a good project. It's a good work of art. Some really, really great songs on it. So I felt like that was very deserving. Um, they presented Queen Latifah with the Lifetime Achievement Award. I didn't watch whatever they did for that. But that's great. She definitely deserves that. The Queen Latifah is such a legend. She um, deserves all her flowers. So I'm happy that they did that to, for her um, because she is just she's just legendary. I love Queen Latifah. I love I love her movies. Um, I, I love her music. Um, she's just the perfect example of like just being a successful black woman and you know doing everything like she's done everything so i'm really happy that they recognized her with the lifetime achievement award um let's go through some other 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 nominations so this one right here really bothered me and a few other people a few other people other people um a lot of people, actually. So, for best group, Silk Sonic won. Now, Silk Sonic, they ain't even put the album out yet, from my understanding. They just had the, that one song, Leave My Leave the Door Open, which is, you know, it's been doing great ever since it's been put out. The song is sung flawlessly every time, every time they perform it. It's effortless. It's Perfect. So of course they are deserving of an award, but come on, like they just they just came out, and it's like Chloe and Hallie, they they just they should have got it. I'm sorry, like they should have got it, and I'm tired of them going to these award shows. They've been killing it. They killed their performances when they the their whole ungodly hour error. They killed everything. Every appearance, every performance, every video is just like, like, come on. They are like so freaking talented. So the fact that they've only won two awards is crazy. And they're both NAACP awards. But they was nominated for Grammys. They didn't get their Grammys. Um, MTV Music Video Awards. um, So many just Soul Train Awards. They like all these people choice awards that they did not receive, which is just really crazy. Um, So I hope that they, if when they do their next thing or if they do their solo thing, because I imagine... Because Chloe, she has to stay busy. She can't just not do anything because Hallie, she's doing Little Mermaid. So, she's in a whole different country filming. And when she's done filming, she's going to have to, like, go on her her press run when when the shit comes out. So, she's going to be busy. So, Chloe has to stay busy and do her thing. And so, she's been... That's exactly what she's been doing. Um... So she recently put out a cover to Nina Simone's um, classic song "Feel Good," and she or "Feeling Good," and she performed it, and people were talking about it, and people were talking about it, saying it was a little raunchy and like too sexy and. But it's just like, do y'all even know, do do y'all know who Nina Simone is? It's like, y'all must not know who Nina Simone is um, because she would have loved it. Because that was the type of woman that Nina Simone was. She was a a feminist, um, a free spirit, and she did what she wanted. Um so I don't really if you knew her if you if you're familiar with her then you would know that she wouldn't have had a problem with that performance. Um, cuz I watched the documentary, I believe it was on Netflix, either Netflix or Prime Video, and I was able to learn a little bit about her. Um so everybody was talking about it, even her Nina Simone's granddaughter came out and you know, spoke up about it and said, no, my, my grandma would have loved that. Y'all must not know who, who she was. And, you know, she said she was free spirit and, and she would have definitely approved of that cover and of that performance. So that was a good thing for her to come out and, and speak on uh, her family's behalf because people was really trying to come for Chloe um, unnecessarily. So shout out to Chloe, shout out to Halle. Uh, I really do hope that they get their recognition soon. Um, they are still, you know, still starting out as far as like in this industry, music-wise. Um, even though they've been in the game for a very long time, but I just feel like people are still, it's still new. They're still kind of like new artists um, because they just, they have that one album. Or do they have two albums? I think they have two albums. I know they have, I don't know if the other one is an album or if it was just a project. Either way it goes, they've been putting out music, they've been doing their thing. But I feel like this last, within this last year and a half or whatever, they really became more popular and people really had their eyes on them. So I feel like it's just going to, of course, it's always going, obviously, this is going to continue to grow and they're just going to continue to get recognized. But yeah, people wasn't feeling that. But shout out to Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack, y'all doing y'all thing for sure, for sure. So definitely don't want to take that away from them. But Andrew Day won. Hold on, let me go back to my list. So Andrew Day, she won, which was very nice to see. She won for Best Actress, which was great. Um, she was recognized. Um, in that way, because she did really, really great in the movie, uh, where she portrayed Billie Holiday. Um, and what other category did we want to talk about? Sizzle won something. So that was nice. It was some Her Award. I don't really know what that's about. I didn't really want to look, feel like looking it up, but it's the category. It's the B.T. Her Award and Sizzle won that for Good Days. So that was nice. So what so overall, same old, same old. You know, some some of the the uh the winners, you know, we like and then some we don't like. And that's pretty much how it is for every award show. That's nothing new. But moving along. All right. So the last one for our Did You Catch This segment is Rihanna okay Rihanna 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 so Rihanna we've been talking about her lately because her and ASAT Rocky recently was seen out together on a date and one of the things that was noticed was that she covered up the shark tattoo that her and Drake shared so that was trending. People were really talking about that. And this is like, it's like, why does people why do people care? Like so what? But it's just Drake and Rihanna, they were just a moment. They were a moment. And that moment when they when they had those matching tattoos, it was just like, oh my gosh, that's so cute. And people who are, you know, fans of them and fans of them together, you know, were just really excited about it. And it was just a real, real, real cute moment for them. Um, So let's, I just wanted to go into it a little bit and look at this article um, from Pop Crush. So it says, on Wednesday, June 23rd, the Umbrella Singer was photographed having a date night with boyfriend A$AP Rocky in New York City. Eagle-eyed fans noticed that the camel print shark tattoo, which usually sits on her left ankle, was covered with new ink. The new tattoo is a black crown that wraps around Reese's ankle in the very same spot where the shark tattoo she got to match her ex-boyfriend Drake's shark tattoo used to be. Drake got a similar shark design on his inner forearm back in 2016. A source told E! News that the tattoo held special significance for the former pair. Drake and Rihanna dated on and off between 2009 and 2016. During their relationship, they visited an aquarium in Toronto, Canada, when Drake purchased her a stuffed shark. Celebrity tattoo artist Bang Bang created Rihanna's design camel shark for my dear friend bad girl riri he captioned on instagram posts of his work during rihanna and asap's date night earlier this week they were denied entry into the bar okay yeah yeah we not getting into that but yeah so that that was a real moment when when she had that tattoo when they had the matching tattoos um because it was just so cute. like I'll, I'm not gonna even lie I was real really obsessed with them. like it was like, oh my gosh, like they are so cute. like my two favorite artists together or whatever. But yeah, so sis covered up the tattoo, she's like she says she completely has moved on with her life. Ace her and Aceat Rocky are actually really cute together.. Um, I feel like they fit each other. They both are like first of all they both pretty. they both pretty um they both very fashionable um you, and you could just tell that they just mesh well together um, in that way. So more proud to her um, she looks happy they look happy but that was something that. Um, was trending people was really like talking about it because it just was a really really big moment for us back back in 2016 and it's just that era is really just done there's no more no more drake and rihanna and they probably will never be anything ever again and that's kind of a hard pill to swallow for some people so yeah anywho moving along so I watched all of the Harry Potter movies. I finally did it and I am very proud. I'm really happy about it because I feel like it was something that I needed to do um just because Harry Potter was just such a I don't know, I feel like when Harry when the Harry Potter movies came out, it was just the biggest thing ever. Um, I remember I was in, I think, fifth grade, and the school that I went to, um, they had built Harkins Theater very, very close to it, walking distance. So, I remember for a field trip, we went to the movie theater. We walked to the movie theater to go see Harry Potter. So, that was, like, a really, really fun moment. Like, those were like the best, some of the best field trips, I think, when you all went to the movie theater. I remember, I think I remember that about, I I think I remember doing that twice. I think once was the Harry Potter. We probably did, no, 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 no. That's a lie. Because I think we also went to go see Holes. I think that was another moment. We all went to go see Holes. Yep. So, I remember going to the movie theater for a field trip at school to go see Holes. I remember we went to go see Harry Potter, and then when we when I lived in Washington, I remember we went to go see the Scooby Doo movie. So I feel like those are like one of the best field trips. But anyways, I watched all the Harry Potter movies, and I'm very like I said, I feel like I completed something something that I had to do that I needed to do um and it was time well spent it really was even though I did it while I was working um that really helped me cuz the movies like the movies 2 3 hours long so it definitely helped me get through my my shifts um I think the last movie is probably my favorite I think the last one is probably my favorite. Man, them Harry Potter really went through it. Like he was really going through it. Like he could not catch a break every single year. It was something. And then he had to see he lived at home with them, with them crazy people who treated him like he wasn't shit. Like, Harry Potter was going through it. I feel bad for him. But, yeah, so the last one is probably my favorite. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. Those ones, I feel like, because, and that's crazy, those came out in 2010 and 2011. I don't know why I feel like they came out more recently. I did not realize that it's been that long since the last Harry Potter movie came out Um. But yeah, those two, the last two, are my favorite. I feel like they're just like as far as just the way that the movies go and what happens in them. I just feel like they get a little bit more dark um, and not so PG. I think that's what it is. Uh, but yeah, Harry Potter finished them. I'm happy. Oh, okay. So, there was one more thing that I needed, needed, needed to add to the Did you Catch This segment. Um, Nikki versus Little Kim. So, something crazy happened at the BET Awards. So, Envy, DJ Envy, was doing the pre show interviews and he's talking to Little Kim and he asked her if she would ever consider doing a versus. And she says yes. And he's like, Really? With who? And she says, Nikki. Now, this is crazy and funny to people, and just very odd because throughout the years, she's never really liked to acknowledge Nikki or say her name. And the fact that she's all of a sudden saying Nikki's name now is is um definitely something that people are just like, "What is going on?" Um. So first of all let me just break this down, how I feel about it. So I, first of all, do I even want it to happen? No, I don't. I don't feel like it's necessary. I don't feel like it makes much sense because they are from two different eras. Um, And that's a given every, like, come on, that doesn't make any sense. If anything, it would need to be Little Kim and Foxy Brown. I feel like people definitely sleep on Foxy Brown and try to you know, belittle what she did and her impact in hip hop. I feel like it's very disrespectful for her not to be even considered. And it's like, yeah, little Kim, she did a lot, but does she? I just don't feel like she she's not on Nikki's level at all, whatsoever. It's like little Kim, you don't have twenty hits. You you just don't. I I can't even think or name any of it. And, that, and that's not even because I'm not a Big little Kim fan. I just the only songs that I can name is "Crush on You." Really, I know you see me on the radio. True, that's the only one that I could even think of. And put your light is up. Um, anything else? I'm drawing a blank. So, yeah, no, 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 no. Um, so no, I don't feel like that should ever happen. I don't feel like that should even be, be be a topic. Like it shouldn't even be being considered because like I said, it doesn't make sense at all. So the next part to that is I also feel like, why is this happening now? I, I feel like people really like using Nikki's name and like using the bars because it's going to gain traction. It's going to get attention. It's going to trend. People are going to just, you know, be talking about that and only that for however long, um, because it's, it has to do with Nikki. Nikki trends. Like she trends. And so people just try to associate themselves with her. Like people really do that. Because it don't make sense for you to just be saying it's out of nowhere. So I feel like something is definitely happen, uh, happening behind the scenes. Now, if Nikki wants to do this, honestly, don't feel like she should. I feel like she, I don't know, man. Nikki, she be doing some stuff. Sometimes it's very surprising. And sometimes she does do things that you wouldn't expect. So she is in this place where she's, you know, at peace and happy. So it could be possible that they have made up, have made up, and maybe she would consider doing this just for the culture type thing. But and if and if she did decide that, I would respect that, and I would see, I see, you know, I can see why that would make sense and why that would be a good look. But I'm kind of like, I'm really staying on, this, on the the side of, no, don't do that. It's not worth it. Because Nicki's career is continuing, continuously growing. It's going to continue to grow. She's going to continue to have opportunities to do different things, put out albums, and um, continue to be the mainstream artist that she's grown to be. Lil' Kim, on the other hand. That's not happening for her. Like, all she, all she's doing is, all she does is throw back stuff, you know? Stuff that had already happened in, back in her heyday type stuff. Like, nothing new is really going on over there. You know what I'm saying? Her life is, of course, going on and progressing. She has a beautiful daughter. Um, but as far as her career goes in the music industry, I don't see that like, picking up again for her. I don't see... I just don't see it. I really, really don't. I feel like she's made attempts of doing things, and but, I mean, can't she even put out music? That's what I never really understood. I thought she was, like, couldn't put sell music for the rest of her life or some shit like that because what well, she went to prison for. It. But I don't know. I don't know Lil' Kim's life story all like that and all the details. But, yeah. That just don't make sense whatsoever. So I feel like, I don't know. We just got to see how that plays out. Trust and believe I will be talking about it if there's anything else that comes up regarding that, if Nikki addresses it. Um, Because it's just very odd that after all these years in 2021, she wants to finally bring up Nikki. She wants to finally act like she knows who she is. So, hmm. We definitely will see what that's about. Or maybe we won't. Maybe it won't be brought up again. Maybe Nicki Minaj will ignore it and uh, see for what it really is. Or again, maybe something is going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. We shall see. All right. So another thing that I normally do, that I usually do, is go over a tweet that crossed my timeline that I felt like, going into a little bit further and talking about and bringing to y'all attention. So we're going to call this segment Catch This Tweet. So the first tweet that I have here states, can we talk about how when Black people aren't quote-unquote bubbly or quote-unquote energetic like their non-Black counterparts at work, they take offense to it and think you're being dismissive defensive, or have an attitude, question mark. So this really, really caught my eye because I just, I literally just tweeted and talked about how I don't have a bubbly attitude or a bubbly personality rather, and I'm not about to act like it. And the reason why I, the reason why I talked, I tweeted that, I spoke on that is because had another encounter with Mr. What do we what should we call him? Because this is the third time that I brought up this man. Um, we're just gonna call him that that man at work that began on my nerves. Okay. So he I had another encounter with him that made me uncomfortable. And it just was like, I don't know. It's just It's just like, dude, what is your issue? Like, why do you always have something to say? It's like he always has something to say and it just be like negative. And it's like gotten to a point where I'm like super anxious when I know that I'm having to meet up with him. And now I'm like, man, I will want to avoid it because i can't even feel like i like being myself because it feels like every time i meet up with this dude he is judging me and telling me i need to be like this or i'm not enough that this man gonna tell me um that i didn't have enough energy and it's just like nigga, you the one to talk And it's just like, and every time I just be like, man, I should have said, dude, I got just as much energy as you. Like, what did you talk? What are you talking about? Why are you trying to tell me I need to have more energy? Because I'm a because I'm a girl. Because I'm a woman? I'm supposed to be like this all the time. Oh, yes, I'm so happy for this opportunity. Thank you so much. Like, I don't talk like that. And it's like, that's the way that he wants me to act every time that we meet up. Like, because I'm not like, like, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you. Because I know, like, I, throughout my 30 years of life, I've learned how my facial expressions look. I know I look at myself in the mirror. I can tell. I look at videos. I look at myself on these chats, these Zoom meetings, and I can see how sometimes my facial expressions may look. So I'm very, very conscious of that. And I make sure that I smile, make sure that I'm smiling more and, you know, smiling when I talk. And that way, you know, it's just not this blank resting bitch face look. You know what I'm saying? That people are not going to understand or take the wrong way. So I'm super conscious of that, especially with this dude, because I know he's going to say something because every single time he does every single time. So I'm, I'm very conscious of that, but it's like, no matter what I do, he still has something to say. He said, I would, I need to be bubbly. And I'm just like, what do you like? I'm just, I just be confused. Like I'm like, what do you, what you mean? Like, I'll, I'll be smiling and talking and stuff. Like, I don't, I'm not no monotone talking person. Like, so I'm not understanding like why you acting like you have a problem with me and how I am, you know? So the situation was I was being considered for um, training a new employee. And so he was, you know, saying that I needed to make sure that I was bubbly and I had energy. And I'm just like, first of all, don't tell me I need to be bubbly and have energy because you ain't bubbly and you barely have energy, act like, or talk like you got energy. So why are you telling me that? And I just felt like you only saying that because I'm a woman. Like you are not telling these men that they need to be bubbly and have energy. So why the fuck you telling me that? I wasn't bubbly in my interview. That's not why y- y'all hired me because I was bubbly. no fuck that. So it's just like, I don't know, man, maybe I'm tripping, but he be rubbing me the wrong way every single time. So when I seen this tweet, it just was like, it just came right on time. And I was just like, man, that's exactly what I be experiencing. It's like, just because I'm not like talking like, or sounding like these other people, you know what I'm saying? With fair skin Or I'm just going to say non-black. Not sounding like these non-black people. Y'all got a problem with it. What is the problem, man? It's like, dude, what is your issue? It's very, very irritating, y'all. Like... I'm like, the next time he says something, I swear, I swear I'm going to give him a piece of my mind, because not, he hasn't, every single time, almost every single time I've had a one-on-one meeting with this man, he has said something about my facial expression, about my personality, like, he does not fuck with me. And it's like, maybe I'm thinking into it a little bit too much, but it's just like, dude, you are not the one to talk, like, I've met people who are like who smile a lot and who are like you could be like, wow, they have a lot of energy. You know what I'm saying? and He's not one of them type of people, you know, but that's not his personality. And I understand that. That's what I understand about people. People are different. Everyone is different. People may not react to everything the same way as somebody else does. We all have different tones. Our voices are different. You know what I'm saying? The way we infliction in our voices is different when we talk. Like, So don't tell me that I need to be sounding like somebody else, because that's exactly what he told me. He gonna tell me that he said, I need you to be between so-and-so and and -and so-and-so. That's what he told me. And he basically told me um, because the girl that he compared, one of the girls he compared me to, she has like a super high-pitched voice. She talks like Man, I'm going to sound stupid trying to do it. How does she sound? She just be like, yeah, and I said that. I told you guys, like, that, like, really high-pitched voice. So he said he needed me to be between that and this other black girl who I feel like we are very, very much similar. And so, um, yeah, like, dude, you really telling me how I need to talk? Like I could I could definitely understand if you're just giving constructive criticism because, you know, you've done this for years and you're you know, you know the what to do and what not to do. That's fine. That's perfectly fine. But I just feel like there's a way to say it. You know what I'm saying? There's a way to go about delivering that type of critique. You know, not every time when you when you have a one on one with me, you're telling me Oh, you look stoic. Oh, are you okay? Oh, you you need to have more energy. You need to be more bubbly. Nigga, fuck you at this point. Like, for real, for real. Like, I'm over it, y'all. The next time he say something to me, I'm saying something. I'm giving him a piece of my mind because I done had it. I done had it. Like, I shouldn't have to constantly defend myself or say oh no I'm, I'm 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 good like no i i laugh i smile i and it's like i don't even talk to, i don't even talk to this man on a on a daily basis we only meet every once in a while um for different things like if we just need to have a like the first couple times we met was the, the thirty day review, the night sixty day review, the ninety day review, and then this time was because he's a trainer, and um, I was gonna be doing a training on one of the new people, so we had to meet up and talk about it, and that's how it went. And it's just, and then first of all he he tried to play me like, yeah, so I don't I don't I don't even know how your name got brought up for this. Do you know? Like, what you mean? Don't try to play me like like my name don't be being brought up. Like, I'm not killing it here. Like, I'm not performing. You know, like, I ain't been performing well since I've been here. Like, I know you know. Don't be trying to play. Yeah, I don't know how your, your name got brought up, but hey, here we are type shit. Like, what? You know what? Anyways, man, enough of that. I just need to get that off. That tweet made me like, really like, man, I feel this. Stop telling people, stop telling black people they need to be more of this, they need to be more of that. Like, we gonna be how we be. We talk how we talk. You know, as long as we being respectful, you know, and professional when we need to be, that's all that matters. Don't tell me I need to be bubbly. Nah, the fuck out of here all right so the next tweet that i want y'all to peep out states i understand as humans we all fuck up we do and say mean shit sometimes but just walking around like you don't know the damage you caused is crazy to me no apologies no guilt just no feelings towards how you make people feel that's no good these are the kinds of people that have to watch That you have to watch out. Oh, no, no, no. These are the kinds of people that have to watch out for karma. Someone who fucks up and is sincerely apologetic and learns from it, plus starts to move different, can absolutely redeem themselves. These kind of folks can't. So I wanted to talk about this because it reminds me, I I asked somebody, and it was really like a rhetorical question. I just wanted to see what they said. I asked someone do you believe in karma? And he said, do you think I do? And I was like, no. (laughs) Like, straight up, like, no. Not really. And um, I don't remember how the rest of the conversation went after that point, but I asked him that because I'm like, the way that you be moving and the things that you be doing ain't no way you believe in karma. Like, this just ain't no way. I I just don't I don't understand the logic. If you believe in karma and you know that what goes around comes around, you understand that concept. Why the fuck do you keep doing the shit that you're doing? Like it does that doesn't make sense. But yeah, so uh that this this tweet reminded me of that situation and that conversation. Um but one thing that I can say about myself is I know I'm not perfect. I know I've know I've done some things that have can be deemed fucked up or have been fucked up just straight out. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? But I know that I've also made the effort to apologize, to admit my wrongs and where in in my my mistakes and you know, trying to make sure that whoever I did, or whoever I cross, you know, understands that I'm apologetic about it and that um, I want our relationship to, you know, go in a better direction because, you know, I understand where I fucked up at. And that's the thing. You got to understand where you fuck up at. You got to understand what mistakes you make and how that can affect people. Like you can't just do whatever to people because you're not thinking about how, what you what your actions impact people. Cause you're just, you're just thinking about yourself or you're just too caught up in your shit that you just don't have the time or the, you can't even develop the thought process to of thinking of another person cuz all you're thinking about is yourself and what you got going on. So you can't even start to think about somebody else or think about what you're doing and how how that is affecting somebody else. Um so I'm I've been trying my best to make peace with things and make peace with people and if somebody feels a way about something that i've done being open to listening and hearing them out and listen listening to understand and not take offense to what they're saying you know i feel like that's that's what it's all about if we want to have healthy relationships if we want to Make sure those relationships last. And there's things that we have to do. You know. We have to do the work. But you can't. You can't just walk around in denial. And walk around like you ain't did anything to anybody. And you can't be walking around. Being selfish. And not thinking about others. It's like, yeah, you got to focus on yourself and, and 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 keep yourself together. You know what I'm saying? But you still got to consider the people around you, how, how what you do makes them feel. Because if you ain't thinking about that, then do you really care about them? Are you really a loving family member? Are you really a friend? If you're not thinking about the people that you're supposed to be thinking about. And when I say the people that you're supposed to be thinking about, we're not obligated to think about anybody, of course. But it's like, if you call someone a friend, why wouldn't you think about them? Why wouldn't you want to reach out to them and see how they're doing or see if they want to hang out? Like, why wouldn't you? If that's your friend... Hold up. Let's look at the definition of friend. I I think we should touch touch on that. A person attached to another by feelings of affection or personal regard. A person who gives assistance. A supporter. A person who is on good terms with another. A person who is not hostile. A member of the same nation, party, etc rare even as is the definition on there so yeah why wouldn't you want to make sure that you aren't causing any harm or damage and if if you realize that you are or you that you possibly are why not address that you know why aren't you thinking about your loved ones, you should think about your loved ones. If you're doing something that impacts them, affects them in any way, harms them, damages them, do you really care for them if you're not thinking about these things? And then when people people realize this and decide that they want to separate themselves from you because they realize, wow, this person, this person don't really care about me because the things that they do damages me it affects me in a negative way that i don't like so i have to separate myself people people get to a point where they realize that they have to do that for themselves because it's necessary because if we continue to let people just do whatever and then come back into our lives like nothing happened that's not a that's a toxic cycle that no one should accept that no one should deem as normal or that's just the way that it is. It's like, no, you get to a point where you're like, I want you out of my life and I want you to stay out because, like some of our parents used to say, ain't gonna be no coming in and out. You know, so... Um, The reason why I really like this tweet, though, is because these are the type of people that I've made a real effort to stay away from or to try to really keep out of my life. So I hope you do, too. And that's that on that. So on that note, we're going to go ahead and end this episode. Hope you all have enjoyed it. Hope you have a great rest of your week. And until next time, love, peace, and hand grease smooches.